Welcome to Prepare to Care, the ARP podcast with resources and tools to support the millions of family caregivers who provide unpaid care to their loved ones. I'm Marie Pierre, your host. This week, we're interviewing Ariel Green. She's a caregiving specialist with the Sheltering Arms Division of Baker Ripley. Baker Ripley was formerly known as Neighborhood Centers, and this is an organization that's dedicated entirely to caregivers and and their loved ones. Um, Ariel will cover all of the amazing programs that Sheltering Arms has to offer, um, support groups and resources that can help you navigate the big, big world of caregiving. If you don't think Sheltering Arms is helpful to you, I'm encouraging you to think again. Coming up on Prepare to Care. Now, Ariel, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. So, Ariel, we were um, talking a little bit before the show, and you were telling me that your background is as a social worker, mm-hmm. and you've been with Sheltering Arms for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and you meet caregivers all the time. Yes. So, tell us a little bit about the, the kind of folks that you help. Absolutely. So, I um, am the caregiver support specialist for Sheltering Arms, and I come in contact with a lot of caregivers, and... At Sheltering Arms, we're very committed to serving caregivers and their families, and we believe that um, they are a special group of people that um, that do a great work, and they often go unnoticed and don't access um, a lot of resources and may not even identify themselves as caregivers. And so we have a number of services um, at Sheltering Arms where we're um, out here just supporting caregivers, and one of the main ones that we offer um, is one-on-one care consultation. So for caregivers that are just either um, entering into the world of caregiving or they may have been caregivers for um, several years, they're able to come in and speak to someone one-on-one um, and ask a variety of questions related to caring for their loved ones. So how does that come about? Like I, if I am a caregiver and I need some help, like I call you guys? Right. So we have a, um, a care line number, so you would just simply... Um, call our um, number, and I believe the information will be um, left at the bottom of um, the podcast. And so you would just reach out to us. There's someone there um, to take the call Monday through Friday, and you would um, explain your situation to them, and then they would connect you to to me, and then we would go from there. Um, I communicate or work or interact with caregivers um, in modes of communications that are convenient for them. So if it's by email, by phone, in person, and we can actually come out and meet you wherever you are. A lot of people will come in um, to meet with us directly because we serve a lot of caregivers through our adult day center. But we're able to kind of meet them where they are. Um, And most of the times it'll start with a phone call and then it may follow up um, with an email. Okay, so tell me, like you mentioned an adult day center. What's an adult day center? Is it like a daycare, but for people who need help, or right. how does that work? So we have an adult day center for people that have a diagnosis of dementia, and so they uh, caregivers can actually bring their um, loved ones to the center. We call them members, and so they're able to um, be there, and uh, they're provided with activities, social activities, very engaging um, things for them to do. Um, during the day. And so the center is open from, um, it's open Monday through Friday from 7 to 6 p.m. And so it also allows the caregiver um, to get a break, but it also allows the person that they're caring for to socialize and be actively engaged. Because a lot of times we see 
those that have dementia, as soon as they get the diagnosis, it's like they're isolated and they don't engage in activities and that's not very helpful. And so we want to keep that social stimulation and activity because just because you have dementia doesn't mean that you can no longer you know, have a quality of life. And so we do that through the Adult Day Center by inviting them to come and they really enjoy it. Um, there's always a lot of activities going down. I often go down and visit and have a great time um, with the members, but the caregivers are also there. Um, and so when they're coming into the center, they're also able to, you know, not only receive a break, but also get information as well. So an adult daycare center, it's not like a daycare center for kids. It's not some place like you go drop off mom every day, but it's like for once in a while. Or how does it work? So people, um, so the members, some people come every day. Okay. Some people come once a week. Some may come, um, usually once a week is the av- is, is, is about, is, is an average time um, for them to come. But you have some that come every single day. So it's just according to what the preference of the member is and what the needs of the caregiver um, is. But they're more than welcome to come every day. Yeah. So tell us a story of like, like what's a typical, well, I know that's probably not a typical client, right? But uh, like who would be uh, the kind of person who comes to that center? Um, the typical, the person that comes to the center, they, as long as they have a diagnosis um, of dementia and they want to engage in social activities. Um, so that's pretty much kind of at the bare minimum. Yeah. There's no typical um, client and rather for, for the center, but that's kind of the main, um, the basic kind of general criteria is that you have to have a diagnosis of dementia and you have to want to be somewhat socially um, engaged in some type of activity. Okay, center. So, no, the daycare center is not the only thing that you guys do, right? So there's a whole lot more. Yes. So tell me, like, what's the second most popular service that you provide? So in addition to our one-on-one consultation, we also offer classes for caregivers. So we, um, I know statistics say that caregivers are under a lot of stress, and sometimes it's very difficult, no matter if you're caring for somebody that has Alzheimer's, no matter if you're caring for somebody that has, you know, chronic um, congestive heart failure, it can be quite stressful and to balance everything that's happening. And so we offer um, these six to nine week stress management classes. And so these are usually closed groups where caregivers come in and they're only open to caregivers. And so we provide, there are usually two facilitators where they, uh, we go over a lot of things on how to help the caregivers cope with what is happening. So it's not focused on the person that they're caring for. So it's not education specific. It's more of how can I cope? How can I deal with the stress? How can I deal with my feelings of depression? How can I deal with the grief that I'm experiencing as a caregiver? How can I increase my social support? How can I communicate that I need assistance? And so caregivers are able to learn skills, but also they're able to connect with other caregivers. So it's almost a step above a support group. So it's not informal. Um, It's informal in a sense that they're able to connect organically and hear other people's stories, but it also gives them those formal tools on how do I manage, you know, how do I set an action plan for myself so that I can make sure that I'm caring for myself at the same time as caring for my loved one. So in your mind, like when people go to these groups, right, I'm, I'm guessing it's not like one day they suddenly realize they need it. It's probably a process to, to get from point A to point B to even realize that as a caregiver, you need help. Right. Can you tell us like maybe like a story of somebody that you follow and, and kind of like what a process like that looks like? Yeah. So usually most of the people, uh, most of the caregivers that come into 
our office for services, they're usually calling on behalf of their loved one. So mm-hmm. they usually come in, they've either heard about the adult day center or they've heard about a home care a home care service. So they're calling specifically about their loved one. And then so we'll offer those services. We'll explain, you know, we have home care, we have our um, senior centers, we have the adult day centers, but also these are some additional services that we offer. And so this is where that consultation piece comes in. So we sit down and we say, okay, you know, what's your main concern? Is your main concern that you need a break? And is that, you know, that you need a break at home? Or is your main concern that you don't really feel like you're getting a lot of support from your family? And maybe we, we can help you kind of facilitate that um, that conversation. We also have some caregivers that their you know their loved one may have been just recently diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease and they need education. They really need to know you know about different behaviors or about kind of what are some of the safety concerns. My loved one is living alone or my loved one just moved in, and so we can really just kind of take their needs. And um, what's so unique about us is that we can specialize it to what it is that they're actually needing. And so, so what I'm hearing is not just for people like the services you offer, it's not just people with like the really, what I'm thinking of the big things, dementia and Alzheimer. It could be mom broke her hip and she's doing better, but now she needs a little bit of help. Correct. So some caregivers are, if you're caring for someone that has Alzheimer's, that you're kind of in that, you're caring for somebody with a chronic illness. But you have some that it could be acute. It could be recently, like you mentioned, mom just recently got out of rehab or got out of the hospital, and now they're trying. They they're needing a specific service or resource, um, and we are we're there to help them. Well, okay. Well, like, is this for free? So there's no charge for um, the services are offered at no cost to the caregiver for the consultation, the classes, those services are offered at no cost, the workshops, okay. the adult day center, there is a charge for that. And our home care service, there is a, there is a charge for those services, but just for caregiver support services. So the consultation and the support groups, it's offered at no cost to the caregiver. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah. so like all the, what I'm hearing is like community service programs, like with the caregivers and and all like the stress management and education that that's for free. Yes. But the daycare is like a daycare, right? Yes. I mean, you, there's a charge for that. Right. So those services are available to so those services are available to caregivers that may not are may not be accessing caregiver support. And the same with home care. So we have a home care program that services certain zip codes. Okay. Some of the caregivers may um, be client their loved ones may be clients of the service or they may not and so they're separate services outside of caregiver support right mm-hmm. so tell us like a person who, who comes to you like you know what kind of people have you met like do you have like a favorite don't tell us a name right <laughs> but I, I actually I don't have a favorite because they all have a very special okay, place your mini favorites right and so one um, story that that comes to to mind is um, there was a um, um, a, a family and he got connected the caregiver got connected his daughter through um, United Way and so it's kind of was a combination of long distance caregiving and um, the 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 daughter lived up north and her parents lived here and so we offer um, we came in and I you know was able to assist them with assessing their needs and kind of looking at um, safety concerns for them, also kind of helping them navigate the 
the there was a socialization piece for the mom she needed to kind of she wanted to get out and socialize um, with other people so helping them identify services within the community so I was able to actually go out and kind of show them these are some of the resources in the community that you can access these are some of the questions that um, you could ask and kind of help them navigate through um, the system and get the services that they need and so it ended up that it didn't work out for her to go to an adult day center so we we don't just promote our adult day center we we promote just general services and so it didn't work out for her and so we actually were able to get them connected with resources through um, the Harris County Area Agency on Aging respite resources so that the um, dad could get a break but there was also or the husband could get a break but there was also the component of education and so it's hard for the caregivers sometimes for them to get out to the educational mm-hmm. um, resources and so what we do for some caregivers is that we can actually or we brought resources to them so we were able to bring someone in to show them um, the different types of um, ways to provide hands-on care through one of our agencies one of our partners and so those are some of the unique things that we can offer it's not just um, here's a list of resources and um, you go figure it out you know and call us if you need us and so we don't want to be that service we want to really sit down and figure out what is going on in the situation so what I usually will do is have one conversation and give them one thing and then follow up with them instead of just giving them a laundry list of items. We walk through and we prioritize, okay, what is important for you right now? And so with that particular family um, or that particular caregiver, it could be over the course of you know three to six months. It's not an overnight um, and so are you going to meet with them? Like in this case, you met with them over a period of time? Right. So our services are ongoing. It's not a cutoff point. It's whenever you get to a point where you're comfortable and you feel like you're in a good place. Until then, we will continue to call you. So the consultation service, if you um, if you are okay with us continuing to call you and to continue to provide support, we will do that. So most of those calls are monthly um, sometimes they could be bi-weekly, um, but we we have a lot of flexibility in terms of what we're able to offer, and that's kind of where we're um, a little bit unique in terms of the consultation is that we don't have like a strict script that we have to stick with. We can make home visits. We can, um, if you need to go and visit a facility and you would like someone to advocate for you, we have a lot of caregivers that don't understand the benefits that their loved ones have. So we can make calls. Um, we have a resource center. There's a room where we can sit, you know, with the caregiver. Because sometimes it's hard for, um, if we're not together, the, you know, certain agencies, they don't want to necessarily speak with you. So right. it's best if we're in person. And so we're able to do that because a lot of times caregivers don't know the right questions to ask. So and you so, will actually go with them like to an office or, or something where they need to get Yes, and most some of the service. times right, most of the times we can kind of get things done over the phone. Um, and so just contacting different insurance companies or um, different resources to trying to figure out what is what are the benefits, what do you already have? Right. You know, what are you what are you already accessing and a lot of times they don't they don't know or they're not able to communicate. And that can you that can lead to a delay of them being able to get the services and the resources that are available to them. So Ariel, I mean, I'm new to this, right? With these podcasts, I'm discovering like there are these incredible services out mm-hmm. there, including the one that Sheltering Arms offer. 
whether people are going to be out there and just help you, right? Mm -hmm. So, and for folks who can't see Ariel right now, she looks extremely kind. So, I mean, like, also, is everybody like you at Sheltering Arms? Like, tell (laughs) us about the background. You know, who are these people who are working, helping others like that? Right, yeah. So we, I mean, all of the people, I mean, people that I work with, I like them, and I think that they're very kind and very passionate. And a lot of times the feedback that we get from caregivers is they're very grateful, and they're like, wow, you offer all of these services um, and they see me and like, are you the only person, you know, that are offering services right. for caregivers? And then they're really happy with the, the folks um, in the adult day center. We also have um, uh, have a co-worker of mine who works specifically with people that have dementia. So okay. everyone there is really passionate about what it is that they're doing to serve seniors and their caregivers. We may not um, do the same job, um, but we coll- definitely collaborate and we definitely absolutely share a passion for for working with caregivers. We're always looking for new ways to serve caregivers. Um, The way that um, we were able to um, connect with AARP was that we were hosting some focus groups. And so we don't ever want to assume that we know, you know, what caregivers need. So we're constantly seeking feedback and figuring out what's the best way you receive information? You know, how can we better serve you? We have a menu of services, but is there something else that would be helpful to you? So I think that's really kind of what sets us apart is that we are constantly listening. So we're not just saying here, this is what we have. This is all we have. We're constantly listening to see is there something new that has come about that you're needing and constantly responding to those those requests? So um, tell us, like you, you say, you're constantly listening to the to the new needs, you know, from the community. In your mind, if, if there was like one thing that uh, that popped up recently that that you think is uh, particularly of concern to caregivers, what would that be? Most caregivers in our um, during our conversations with them is that they want accurate information and they want timely information and so we're trying to collaborate with other professionals to say okay if you're you're offering these services let us know so that we can we can get the word out because what happens is is that you know one agency may be working on this and another organization may be working on that and caregivers want want like a one-stop shop to go and find information and so that's kind of what we've been hearing is that we want we need the information, but we don't want to have to go looking a, you know, this location, that location. And I don't know if we've reached um, a solution. Um, right. We haven't. We haven't reached a reached a solution to that. But it's having a one stop shop where caregivers can go and access those inf- that information is very important. Um, and utilizing those resources to make you know make it easier for people to access information. Because I think if you make it too difficult people are not they're already you know speaking to five million people right they're already so, overwhelmed with right going and so on. that's our goal is to try to make things easier and one thing that we have added is that we now have a um, meetup group for caregivers to where they can actually go and they can meet up with caregivers in um, different social settings and so it's called the houston area family caregivers meetup group houston area, area. Family caregivers group, and it's on Meetup.com. Okay, um, and so if they go in, if they go on Meetup.com and they search Houston area family caregivers, the Meetup group will pop up. And what will happen is we will post. That's kind of where we post different events that are going on in the community related to caregivers, and caregivers can choose if they want to attend or not. Can can they just show up? 
So they have to be a member of the group to, okay. to know that the event is happening. So okay. if you're a caregiver and you're caring for somebody who's over the age of 60, you're able to join the group. So when you join, um, you have access to the page, and that's where you can see all of the announcements. Okay. Now, um, you know, before the, the podcast, a lot happens before the podcast, right? We talk. Mm-hmm. But um, um, you were telling me um, of a particular uh, situation that you encountered with people who still work. Uh, and so here you are, you know, you're working, you have your career, and then something happens. Right. And suddenly you were telling me you, you're encountering a lot of people who have to make choices. Yes. So I encounter a lot of caregivers that are working or they have families and they're trying to balance everything. Mm-hmm. So they may be working a full-time job or a part-time job and an issue comes up to where they cannot coordinate care for their loved one. Either they may not be appropriate for a community or social-like setting and they require one-on-one care, which is expensive. And maybe they don't have access to the 24-hour care or their loved one that's eligible for, you know, a Medicaid service. And they may have to make a decision on, you know, whether or not I'm able to remain in the workforce or care for my loved one. And a lot of times caregivers, they want to keep their loved ones at home. They don't want to result to nursing home placement. That's a very personal decision, and you can't force anyone into that. And so caregivers get into a situation where they're having to make this 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 um, decision on whether or not I'm able to work or whether or not um, I have to transition my loved one to a nursing home. And I have had encountered several caregivers that have been faced with, you know, do I take early retirement so that I don't have to place my um, loved one in a nursing home? And that also causes, um, brings up more concern is because they're not going to be a caregiver forever. And now they're having to make a choice that can impact them financially. When you take early retirement, I believe they cut your benefits. Mm-hmm. You don't get the full um, 100%. I think you're cut by 75%. Right. And that's over for the remaining of the time that you're drawing your social security. And so these are, you know, all pressing concerns. And so I don't, you know, caregivers are faced with these financial decisions on one, it's expensive for care. And then now I'm not able to work because I'm having to, I don't want to move my loved one right. into a nursing home. And so they, it's important for them to, I think, off, you know, to speak with someone and to have that consultation so that you can problem solve because they're in the thick of it and they're not thinking about all the options. So it's really nice to have someone where you can speak to to say, okay, well, have you thought about this? Or, you know, can we maybe bring in some family that can help? They're, you know, they're not thinking about all those things because they're so overwhelmed. And so having that one-on-one consultation really allows them to process those types of things Um with someone else right and that's so, when you guys come in right and so in that situation that's where we bring it up because they're not thinking about the the 75 percent they're just thinking about i don't want to place my, my mom right. in a nursing home that's yeah I, my mom cared for me i want to care for her but having the conversation and say hey you know have you thought about this you know and they're like no i haven't and that at least gives them time to think about it somebody is there to prompt them to ask the right questions because a lot of times they're just they're not thinking about it and it's not on purpose it's just because of the situation and so that's kind of where we come in to help prompt those serious types of questions yeah so ariel thank you so much for all this information i think we're going to be wrapping up um so um a couple of things. Number one, you said there's a number that people can call. So what is that number? Yes. So the number that you dial if you are interested in getting connected to our services, which we hope you dial, and that number is 
685-6577. Okay. 713-685-6577. Yes. And then to find you guys, what is the what is the email? I mean, what is the the web address? So if you go on to um, neighborhoodcenters.org and you click, and I think we'll have a link um, for um, for caregivers to find us. And so it's kind of weird, but if you click the if you if you go on, I don't know the exact direct link, um, but the best the best um, recommendation I would say would be to to contact us. Google. Google or call. Yeah. But you say calling is the best way yes, to get in touch. Yes, that's the best way um, at this point to get yes. in contact with us. As far as the website, um, I don't know the exact, okay. exact link. Right. So um, you can Google Neighborhood Centers. Yes. Or you call. And that number again is 713-685-6577. And there will be some really nice people just like Ariel here yes. who are going to pick up the phone for you, right? Yes. All you have to do is just simply say, you know, I want to get connected to, to caregiver support. And so that way they'll they'll take your information and they'll get get you connected and I'll give you a call within, you know, a day or two. Okay. So it's that folks, easy. Yeah. Folks, again, that number is 713-685-6577 and ask for caregiver support services. Yes, that is correct. And someone will call you back. So we've been talking today with Ariel Green. Thank you, Ariel. Um, again, Ariel Green um, is a caregiving specialist with Sheltering Arms. Uh, she's given us some great caregiving tips uh, on local resources with the Sheltering Arms here right in Houston. Um, again, that number is 713-685-6577. Next week on Prepare to Care, we will have Dr. Carmel Dyer with UT Health Aging Consortium. Um, she will talk to us about aging trends in Aries County and tips from doctors who specialize in caregiving. To follow this podcast, please go to www.arp.org forward slash Houston. And please tell all your friends about it. Thanks for listening. And as always, thanks for caring. <music>